What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is September 6th, 2021. This is the Fightful Post Raw show. Denise and I are back from Chicago, Hoffman Estate, Schaumburg, everywhere out there. We've been everywhere. We'll talk about that momentarily. Uh, we've got plenty of stuff for you guys to check out. I wasn't here this weekend. I was not on the Post All Out show, but there was a really, really good one. Uh, Kate Hensler, Alex Palowski, over two hours they talked about it. Uh, we did live stream the scrums. We're working on editing the videos, getting those up. Denise has them up on her channel right now. If you want to go check those out, uh, we had a great post show on Friday with Robert DeFelice and Kate Hensler. Got some interviews. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Denise sang karaoke, and I witnessed it. And it wasn't just a karaoke song. It was an experience. It was a performance. Denise, you and you and Jeremy did Taylor Swift proud on that evening. Like this, this was not some dog and pony show. This was live tour worthy. I've, I have to admit, I'm very, I'm very impressed. It was such a fun experience. So I've always wanted to do karaoke, but I was always too scared to do it. Like I was like, there's no effing way I'm going to do it. And then, you know, I had made that promise to Jeremy, like God, like over a year ago that I would do a, a duet with him, a Taylor Swift duet with him. And I was like, yeah, I'm never following through on that promise that I made. But then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do something different for once in my life. And so I did the, we did the, we performed blank space. And I will tell you that, Instantly, I regretted picking this song because Why? there's so many words and there's not enough like breathing time. So if you kind of <laughs> notice, my voice is leaving a little bit because I did the ring announcing, right? Then yeah. I did the karaoke and that I did one song and that one song like really messed up my vocal cords. And then, uh, you know, just like, you know, being at the event, it's like my voice is done. It's really done now. You had a lot of stuff going on too. You had that show. You had, or and I came show. back I mean, and I did. I did yeah. my post show today for AW yeah. All Out. I did an hour and thirty minutes by myself. You I did. No I mean, idea. you did GCW Friday. It was cool. It was the first time I got to see you in person do ring announcing, and it made me so happy. Um, like it was such a good show. Then you had the the F4W meetup. We had All Out. There's so much stuff going on all the time. This. I don't know about you. This was probably the wildest, busiest work trip I've ever been on in my entire life. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, I was really busy for Las Vegas and SummerSlam. Like, I was busy, but I think this was the first trip where I absolutely went without sleep. I haven't slept since yesterday, 8 a.m. So, you know, I'm just thinking, like, I had, like, a little nap on the plane, but, like, I don't know if I should really even count that because it's, like, I'm sitting upright. I kept feeling my head go over to the right side and I was falling on some woman that was next to me. And so every time my head would go to the right, I would pull it back because I was like, <laughs> bro, what am I going to do? Sleep on this one poor woman next to me. And like I knocked out instantly on that plane ride. I woke up and uh, what do you call it? I wouldn't have woken up like obviously they don't make those big announcements that are like we're about to land. And I, I closed my eyes. I didn't even feel. OK, Sean, I didn't even notice when the plane took off. Oh, and I gosh. Woke up. When I woke up, they were like, oh, we're in Los Angeles. And I was like, did I hear Los Angeles? Thank the Lord I'm here. Um, so I felt so happy when I got back. And then I literally came back 
took a shower. Uh, I ate because I was hungry. I did my notes because I didn't do my notes yesterday at the show because the Wi-Fi yeah. was terrible. So I literally went through my Twitter account and looked at my tweets to remember what I wanted to say about the show and then put my notes together for to do my actual post show and then did the post show and then, yeah, I did Raw. Well, guys... There's, you can see that all over our social media. I might post the karaoke video. Might. You won't get like copyrighted for that. I might. Taylor's but team I mean, is very strict, B2W. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But it is mine and Jeremy's terrible vocals. Yes. yes. I think it'll drown out. Me and you did a, a WrestleMania 17 promo. How many, how much traction did that video end up getting? Because when know. I I'm, saw it, it was like completely blowing up. And then you know I what? haven't seen it like in the last day or so. I'm going to look and I'm going to show the people because I think that no. the music, yeah. <laughs> I think the music is like drowned out enough by the singer that we had to make sure like that we don't get copyright claimed. It has over 1,200 likes. Uh, it has 120,000 impressions. Oh, my God. I can only imagine how many people hated that video uh, and guys, how many people loved leave it. Leave a thumbs up on this video, by the way. Donate a super check. Get your question or statement read on the air. We will read it as it comes up. Douglas Johnson says, who is Taylor Swift? You're about to find out whenever I post that video. Doug Khan says, Sean, I'm excited for you and Robbie Fox on my mother's basement. Yeah, I've known Robbie for a long time, well before uh, he worked where he was now and rose to internet fame so yeah i was like hell yeah i'll do his show uh why not uh so i'll be doing that i think i think we film it this week tomorrow uh so i'm excited for that christian baltimore says missing raw tonight started college spending the night uh, starting online classes just wanted to get an srs baby face chant going you know what denise i fired up on jeremy lambert and our our top best moderator uh share delaware mod of the century as well as the the EP, and I beat them in mini golf. Denise. Why did you go play mini golf? You have mini golf know. at home, Sean. Jeremy wanted to. Well, this one was pretty pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I gotta admit, it was it was pretty good. But I won, and that was what is important. I fired up. I did the baby face clap, and you know we we got it going. James Boris says SRS is a deep dish pizza heathen. Jeremy had Lou Malnati's. It was great. You are a silly Ohio boy. So uh, James. I, I hate to take a big fat dump on the super chat you just donated, but uh, Bud Jeremy had deep dish. I did not have deep dish. I bought Jeremy Lou Malnati's. So I'm also from Kentucky. What the hell are you talking about? You owe me five more dollars. And you know what, guys? If you guys think that you owe me five more dollars, you probably do. And you should subscribe to Fightful Select. Com. We had news about Adam Cole all damn weekend long. We had a major update this week. WWE's reaction when it was decided he was coming in, when it was officially official, when they put together the big finish of All Out. We had a bunch on Ruby Soho, uh, some WWE names that were in Chicago for the show, other names that were in Chicago for the show. More exclusive news at FightfulSelect.com than anywhere else in wrestling news please go check it out i would greatly appreciate it i cannot tell you how important it is that you subscribe to fightfulselect.com that uh, really supports us it is our lifeblood and also if you just think it's wrestling news it's not we have seven weekly shows over there you have two episodes of alex's sour graps you have the weekender podcast which reviews basically 
non-AEW and WWE stuff. You have uh, my figure hall show, my Q&A show, and the backstage report. And in addition, you have a retro review every month. So please check that out. Brandon Charles Powell says, Denise, I'd ask for a sample song, but you've had a pretty busy weekend, so next week will be fine. Wait, what? I don't know. Omar, we're both tired if you all couldn't Sorry, tell. my brain's not functioning all that well right now. I, well, you I know feel- what? You, you, you can wake up your brain. You can activate it by reading. Oh. Reading Fightful a Magazine, perhaps. FightfulMag.com. The newest edition over at FightfulMag.com. The Thunder Rosa wave, how she has changed wrestling for a lot of women. RIP to the Thunderdome, finally. Cody Deaner, a wrestler who a lot of people might not realize has been around for two decades, wrote for us in the latest episode of the uh, Wrestlers Tribune. We have the indie tales, retro gaming, uh, a lot of recurring pieces there. I'm really digging that retro gaming piece. This is, of course, sponsored by Magic Spoon and Blue Chew, our good friends, but that's not it. The two big stories, John Cena's WWE return, and of course, our cover story, CM Punk back in wrestling check it out fightfulmag.com you guys will love this stuff and we also have part four of our interview with ricky the dragon steamboat it's a good time denise so um we main evented a wrestlemania we did you and i did yep yeah it was very weird we did a promo video and everything does the audience want to see it hit me with an f in the chat if you guys want to see it do you guys want to see me showing Denise Salcedo? I have to beat you, Denise. I need to beat you, Denise. Am I supposed to fight you right now? Because I don't have that kind of energy. Denise, it's my way. My or the way, highway. or the highway. What the hell was wrong with your face? <laughs> because deep in my mind, I knew I was going to hit you with a stone cold stunner. Okay. And- so you were not planning on telling me that because you didn't tell me anything. Uh, no. So like, <laughs> no, okay, not so at all. When, when that you happened, you did good. Okay, so when it happened, all I heard like everything happened so fast, and I think I heard you say like "ow" or something, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Sean's broken!" And like I remembered you had been telling me that you weren't feeling so good, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." I I'm thought... legitimately messed up my knee uh, like that week. Yeah. Okay, so when I heard you say "ow," I did everything in my power because I couldn't tell. Everything was so dark, I couldn't see anything, and I was like. Oh my God, I do not want to land like full weight on Sean's leg right now. (laughs) So like I try to keep myself from like falling all the way down. And so like, yeah, it was just hilarious. But look at this. No cell Salcedo. SRS deserved better. Connor says it's the greatest (laughs) thing he's ever seen in his life. Keep up the fantastic work, both of you. Man. But listen, you also made an appearance on a sign at all out, Denise. There was a mute Denise sign, and Fran Chili says, I just wanted to say that that sign was made out of respect 
and to get acknowledged by the dong lord himself, SRS. FTF also had a tall Paul sign. There were three tall Paul signs. Oh my God. What are you I doing to it. the wrestling community, Sean? I love it. I love it. I got to meet like legitimately like 150 different people who came up and said how great Fightful was, how much they enjoy our shows. I love you guys. It means a lot. I appreciate you all. Were you, you counting all. the people, Sean? It was a, were you like with the clicker? Lot. One fan, two fans, three Denise, fans, Denise. four fans. Let's, let's meet Denise. No, but it was a lot. It was a lot and it was awesome. Uh, Dale Common says, care. "How dare I get let's, muted let's today?" Mute Denise again. Dale Common says, "How dare you, Sean? Denise is a national treasure. She is a national treasure, and she did really great at GCW. And I was very proud of her." Cliff Beard says, "Linda McMahon sells better than Denise." <laughs> no, Denise took the stunner better, though. Denise took the stunner <laughs> way better. I didn't even know it was coming. Okay, I was under false pre. I was brought in under false pretenses. Okay. My God, my God. Uh, there's plenty of super chat that we'll get to them as the show goes on. But we kicked off this episode of Raw with uh, a, like a 20 minute promo, Denise. Dang, was it really 20 minutes? Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. That just shows how bad I'm tra- tracking time right now. I didn't even realize it. Uh, what did you think of this opening? Uh, opening like interrupting promo that we got i mean bobby lashley mvp interested in the tag team title picture but it's announced that randy orton is going to be facing bobby lashley um you know i'm okay with that i don't think that they need to necessarily uh mix the two but i mean considering that that's one of the only good things they've been doing on the show rk bro i'm not surprised denise yeah, I know because even the way that the show ended, and I know we're not there yet, but it was just kind of like I get what you mean by they are definitely mixing in you, the the main title picture, the tag team title picture. They could definitely separate those two, but at the same time, it's like I am kind of interested. I am feeling pretty interested so far in the direction that we're heading in with Bobby Lashley and Randy Orton. I feel like that's actually pretty good. However, and again, I know I'm kind of jumping ahead because I kind of just like. That's what's fresh in my mind right now. What we're about to talk about is quite frankly, like 40% of the show, Denise. Right. So it's kind of hard not to like include some of the other stuff that happened, but I just kind of, I wasn't necessarily a fan of seeing Bobby Lashley get manhandled here tonight, like, you know, by Omaz. And I know we'll get into that more a little in a little bit, but I was just not really feeling that. Although I do kind of, again, I like what they're doing with Bobby Lashley and Randy Orton, but I kind of feel like right now, like with Omaz beating down Bobby Lashley, I just really wasn't a fan of that. I'm not buying Bobby Lashley and MVP as a team together. Like, I'm sorry. I like MVP as in the man, you know, the managerial role, but I have hardly to zero interest in them as a tag team so i wasn't necessarily fond of that and i i you know i thought that the new day for the most part they had a really great like showcase throughout the entire night so for them to kind of just like end that the way that they ended that i wasn't a fan of that either um and then as for the promo i can tell you that it probably wasn't even memorable because i hardly remember most of it so this leads to uh a tag team turmoil match that was announced prior to to determine top contendership for the tag titles and i love that denise i mean it's easy why not do it 
Um, it's going to take up quite a bit of the show. I didn't know it was going to take up this much of the show. But by like God, first, it like, did. whole hour. And then also like towards the end. I mean, it was a good chunk of Raw. But here's the thing, though, Sean. This is but even though it did take up a, a lot of time, I did like that at least there was a purpose today on the show. You know, there's so many times we're out here seeing all these like throwaway matches, throwaway segments that we don't even care about. At least this there was a purpose. We all knew where they were headed. Yeah, we probably weren't interested in all the matches, but I appreciated there being a purpose. I, I think this accomplished a couple things. It did put over Omos. It put over Lashley and MVP as tag title challengers. It promoted Lashley versus Orton. And it put New Day way, way over. And they've been over for a long time. So uh, as far as the way that WWE does things, if we're grading this on a scale, I think they did pretty well there. But we're going to read some Super Chats before we get into this monster of a segment. Joey Bagadonuts asked if Denise learned to sell from her idol Goldberg. (laughs) And Omar says, how does it feel to be over as a heel Hollywood Salcedo? Hashtag mute Denise. Hashtag SRS babyface. You know, that wasn't my goal. When I first got brought on to Fightful, I was trying so hard to make everyone like me. No it was a double me. turn. It was a double yeah. turn, Denise. Yeah, there you go. And then I became me and off. people started liking me. Look at us. We might not be Austin and The Rock. We might be Austin and Bret Hart because we just pulled off that double turn perfectly. True. Uh, Luke Jagger says, just need to say it warmed my heart to see the mute Denise signs over the weekend. I mean, I of course, I thought it was funny, but it just makes me happy that people give a shit about what we're doing. And that's yeah, cool. it does. It does. It was very exciting. <laughs> At first, I was I, the second I saw it, I was just like, that is just so cool. Like, never in my life have I experienced seeing somebody having a sign with my name on it in like something that, you know, obviously that we do here on this show. So to kind of like see that and then obviously, you know, I wasn't there with my clicker, Sean, you know, counting how many people came up to to me, but a lot of people people like were it was it was an have you heard of the word approximate denise well you you were like so serious about it you were like 150 people came up to me it was just an approximate okay so approximately you know a couple hundred so people you literally hit us with listen listen this is such a minute thing to bitch about i'm just gonna mute you and let's go on devo miller says great work this weekend srs and denise holy punk baby all out blew my mind how awesome it was Glad you guys had fun this weekend. It was a lot of work. More content. CA says, this is where we donate to keep you all talking about All Out instead of Raw. Denise actually did a post show today, so you can get her thoughts on that. Uh, I believe that's on your channel, right? You just unmuted me right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've been muted for like a whole minute. I'm, I mean, I just try to plug your channel. I'll have mine up on FightfulSelect.com this week. James Barris says, Kentucky, Ohio, whatever, everything in the Midwest. Midwest that isn't Chicago, it doesn't matter. Eh, whatever. Chris Rain says there were quite a few tall Paul chants around me, not nearly enough. Here's the issue, Denise. I almost, I was almost like so happy that the tall Paul chants would go on. Then when they were starting to pick up, he'd do the shh and then chop people. So it didn't get started. Sean, I left during that match to the bathroom. Apologies. I missed the entire thing. Denise. Taking those big fat shits. Hey, <laughs> or, as, or as Big Show I had to would pick say. my timing. Or you, and there was, here's, you know, I actually had to wait in the line. One of my favorite things about going to wrestling shows is that I hardly ever have to wait in the line. There's never a line in the women's bathroom. Everybody went during that match. 
So I guess you could say during the tall Paul match, instead of the chop, the sh chop, you went big fat. That's, That's just Denise. Disgusting. Cliff Beard says, skip rocks. I didn't want to ruin wrestling. <laughs> ruin the wrestling. I saw it all out. So my super chats will be about AEW. I, we got a lot of these. We got a lot of these. Deep Six Pro Wrestling says it was so awesome meeting you guys at the hideout. So down to earth. The karaoke of Jeremy, Denise, Sean, John Alba were fantastic. Uh, it was great to meet you. Yeah, we had like 25, 30 wrestling fans approximately, Denise. Sean, stop throwing out numbers. Just Why? Say, oh, we had a, quite a few, quite a bit. I mean, oh, quite well, a what bunch. is quite pick a few? Pick a phrase. Pick a phrase, Quite a Sean. few could be like 100. It could be 3,000. Okay, then. I'm Leave it up about, to the viewers. Let's mute Denise. 25, 30. It's like, Denise, we're both tired. Instead of extending this show and arguing with me, let's just let's just talk about stuff. Bezo Banks says going to SmackDown this Friday for my 19th birthday. Left the masterpiece of all out. I don't know how I'm gonna enjoy it. At least they stacked the show. Well, I mean, it's MSG. I, I think this show Friday will probably be okay, Denise. I mean, of course they're running back rematches and they set those up with other rematches, but I think they'll probably do their best to have a good show Friday. Yeah, they announced Brock Lesnar. I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Honestly, I'm looking forward to this show. Like, even just today, they they promoted it on at some point during Raw. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, this is this Friday. Like, for some reason, I forgot it was this Friday. Like, I've just been losing yep. track of all my days right well, now. It was a big week. And then right before that, we did SummerSlam. So it was like. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even realize that SummerSlam was just about two weeks ago. I was on my YouTube channel looking at like the dates of my videos. And I was like, SummerSlam was two weeks ago. Dang. I felt like it was already like a month ago. Tony P says Raw really needs to be two hours. The middle was a waste of time. Did you honor the king last night uh, and, and yell Kaze Ninare like you're supposed to? Uh, I did not. Sorry. Orlando, but yes, I love that Suzuki was there. I had no idea that he was coming out. I like that John Moxley is just like, eh, I'm going to feud with all Japan. Emily oh, Sean, Cease. You know, I was expecting you to have all of these scoops. I'm a little disappointed. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Fear and Loathing says you can mute Denise, but her content this weekend was A+. plus. It was. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just Denise's content is always A+. plus. There you go. Emily Cease, you met her, Denise. One of the little Swifties. Oh, that I yes. introduced you oh, to. What the hell, Sean? Why are you so afraid of me talking to your friends? You didn't. You didn't let. You didn't want. You didn't want them to talk to me. You were like, no. You, like I don't even know. Like you finally had a, let them that come was up a to joke, me. Joke, Denise. No, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You didn't even want me talking to your wife. You were like, don't talk to her. I don't want you talking to her. What do you think that I I'm gonna love... do? Like, what kind of influence Here's do you think I'm gonna De influence? Let's mute Denise. Here's the thing that Denise does. She takes things that are jokes and then she pretends they're serious on this show. Or on her Twitter. And then I got people sending me articles about all the women who have been murdered in Schaumburg the last three years. Thinking that I'm going to get Denise killed Sean, or something. my mom responded. <laughs> oh, did she? I kid you not. My mom. What's her, what's her Twitter handle? I'm not going to tell you. but my Sorry, mom I can go through the replies. I know how to use Twitter. Sean, you're going to go through every shit. single reply. Do you not yeah. have other better things to do? No. Are you kidding me? I'm sitting there talking to you. I felt JD so bad, by the way. I have to take uh, full responsibility for that. It was something I thought was hilarious and funny. And uh, 
apparently it did not go over very well and i felt people so bad thought i was you. getting you killed and i didn't we were like hey denise you can have a ride I, if you want okay well i was yeah you offered me the ride when i was already in my hotel like i was already there sean mm. i was already there um but anyways the point is that i apologize for that damn JD, the Star Lord, says, what is the Hollywood Dong Lords tag team theme? I'm thinking the BWO theme from ECW. No. Hope you two had an amazing time at All Out. Hope you guys get some much-needed rest. Well, I think now it has to be my way or the highway, clearly, right? Yes, it has to be my way, for sure. Uh, I'm going to wrap up these non-Raw Super Chats right now, and I'm sure we'll get some more. Intangible one says, give me Super Elite 6 of Omega Bucks, Good Brothers, Cole, Jurassic Express in a, in a and you know who they are, in a stadium stampede match. Love the mute Denise sign guy. That was so rad. It was so cool. But yeah, that was that was a very special ending. Uh, Abdullah says, didn't watch Raw, just coming back from a 15-hour drive from Chicago back to Denver. Supporting the best duo in wrestling youtube i chanted tall paul we appreciate you we really do everybody that said hi and uh brought all signs 150 and all of you all 150 of you and then all 25 to 30 of you that came and sang with us uh we appreciate those Sean, so, please, so hold on wait wait, wait. all 175 to 180 of you we greatly appreciate please take a clicker to the next show okay. every time someone says I'm they're gonna. a fan of the show click i'm gonna do it. Please do it. Alicia Ellis says, is it true Vince wasn't there? So I'm going to break some news, Denise. Press on. Actually, it's an opinion. I don't believe that Vince McMahon wasn't there tonight. I don't care what anybody told me. And yes, people told me that Vince McMahon wasn't there tonight, Denise. But what I saw on the program makes me think he was. You know why, Denise? Why? Because Vince McMahon had that, that competitive... Just, there's juices flowing tonight. He saw all out last night and he's like, ah, I'm going to show him how it's done. I'm going to show him how it's done. Who, who is, who is the butcher? He came back. I don't care. I don't care about the butcher. Ruby Soho. Oh no, I don't care about her. Adam Cole. Oh, Brian Danielson. I got one for you. I got a return for you. I got Drake Maverick. How do you feel about that? Vince McMahon was totally at this show tonight because he showed AEW how it was done. He went to Bruce Pritchard and he grabbed Bruce Pritchard by the collar and he goes, Bruce, let's fucking go. That's how it happened. And they, they dialed up Drake Maverick and he showed up at the venue. That's what happened. That is you know, an exclusive that's gonna, scoop. You know, Sean, that's going to be on at least like 15, 20 websites. You know that, right? Someone's going to have, yeah, quote, this is what Sean Rossap said that Vince McMahon said. My God. It's going to be a headline somewhere. Cliff Beard says, Hollywood Salcedo was trying to be too big time Tempest. No, she wasn't. She was around Tempest all weekend. Yeah, he he was my friend. We had a good yeah. time. We had breakfast together. Oh, uh, he's talking about when you rejected our ride. Oh, yeah, for sure. But let's let's talk Wait, about this. What? No, reject- hold the phone. Oh, Sean, BTW. Hello there. Um, so last night, you want to know why I'm really tired Raw. here, right, Sean? Can we talk about Raw no, for 30 no, minutes? No, Sean. In? I 
I want the Fightful audience to know that I was stranded, me, Tempest, my fiance, and Brian Rose. I ran out of the car. Stranded, and we, I called you two times. John Alba called you. I texted you. And you finally hit me with, sorry, Denise, I can't pick you up. I left. Suck it. Bye. I was gone. And I, I was, was gone like, with a car full of people. What yeah, was I supposed to do? Yeah, Put you guys John. in the trunk. You think, you know, I mean, Denise, actually, like, like this has turned into the Denise Salcedo complaints about everything. Denise podcast. works so hard. Every week I could give her a ride. No. Denise, come on. Let's talk about Raw. Nobody wants to hear us complain all the time. Yeah, thanks, by the way. I appreciate it. Connor Delaney says that was a fantastic Vince impression. Ham Campbell says you forgot that's good shit. Brandon Charles Powell says that Vince impersonation was great and kind of scary. There we go. There we go. But let's talk about this gauntlet match. This was used as a vehicle for a few things. Mainly uh, the first half to get New Day over. New Day beat. Gosh, who all did they beat? The Viking Raiders. Viking uh, Raiders, Jinder Mahal and Veer, Lucha House Party. Yeah. And Mason they made bar. Yeah, they made it there. And then the, I still call them Retribution. The Retribution team attacked them. What did you think about this as it progressed on? To me, I was like, okay, outside of maybe Viking Raiders, why wouldn't they beat these teams? And Viking Raiders even, uh, it's like, okay, they just had a straight up match. They were both fresh. So it's like, okay, New Day's one of the greatest teams of all time. Why wouldn't they? I love the New Day running through all these teams because I would expect them to, Denise. I love their match with the Viking Raiders. That was probably one of my favorite things that we saw on the show today. Like, I really love that match. I thought that it was very, like, it was fast. It was fun. Uh, this is probably the best that we've that we've seen the Viking Raiders look since, like, their, you know, their return. And, you know, they haven't, like, yeah, they've had, you know, some decent matches here and there. But I thought this was probably the best one here. Uh, given the fact that, you know, I'm not really all that interested in Jinder Mahal mm-hmm. and Veer. I mean, for the most part, that was over and done with pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, the Lucha house party match i like that they had a couple of good spots in there so it kind of felt um i liked it because it kept that momentum that they still had from that uh, portion of their match with the viking raiders so i did like that uh mason t-bar uh probably didn't like this one nearly as much but it was really for me the the peak was their uh match with the viking raiders that i mean what disappointed me was what very clearly the setup is. They're going to do retribution against New Day next week. And to me, I'm the way I look at it is, okay, New Day would want to face them because they got beaten up afterwards. But if I were like Sonya and Adam Pierce from a kayfabe perspective, I'd be like, why do you deserve a match against New Day? They beat you after they had beat three other teams. Like maybe go beat some other people, then we'll give you New Day. Instead of thinking that this is the way that you get what you want, acting like like children over this. It's like I, I really think that winning matches is a better way to get over than getting your teeth back. I think that works a lot better. You would think, though, but we see more of the, <laughs> the latter option. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Brandon Rosen says, couldn't bear to watch Raw after the masterpiece. Here's some money to watch so I don't have to. Orlando says, Raw was in my area in Miami and I didn't go. Thank God for work. Raw wants to kill my high from all out. Dio Miller says, do you think USA and Fox are keeping an eye on AEW? And JW Pringle says, after the amazing AEW pay-per-view, Raw looks slow and even more disjointed than the last few weeks. So you and I don't do a lot of 
comparing Raw or SmackDown to AEW necessarily. Sometimes we do. But, I mean, it's very clear with our audience after the type of show that there was last night, you got people saying, do you think Fox and USA are keeping an eye on them? Damn, they should, Denise. Think about how much they're paying Monday Night Raw for viewership compared to what TNT and Warner Media are paying AEW. If I see what happened last night and I see talent that are admittedly happy, Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan said they loved working for WWE and were happy, but they could not resist going to, w- to AEW. It's not just jaded people that were creatively frustrated. Adam Cole should probably never say that he was creatively frustrated. One of the best booked wrestlers of the last four years. I think it says an awful lot, Denise. The audience, the, the feel, the, the way things make sense over there. Right now, AEW is looking pretty sh- This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Strong, And the reason for that is, you know, they're getting people like CM Punk. They're getting people like Adam Cole, uh, you know, Malachi Black, Brian Danielson, like having all of these like big name people, especially like with the ones that we just saw with Punk and Cole and and Brian essentially being those, you know, bigger names, um, seeing them all say like we uh, want to be in AEW, you got to start asking yourself like why? You know, if, 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 you know, if I'm these, if, you know, I'm, if I'm at Fox, if I'm at USA, I'm going to start wondering, like, should we be a little bit worried here? Because right now the perception is just very, very strong for AEW and it's not looking that great right now on the other end because you got people leaving and people leaving. You're going to ask yourself, 
why if these people are saying that they were happy and they had a good relation you know, uh daniel uh, brian danielson talked a lot about you know his really good relationship with vince mcmahon and even with all of that and you know even having you know a taste of creative getting offered what he said was a generous offer from vince and all of that and still wanting to go to the other side so i do think that i would um, I, if I were somebody in this position right now, I would definitely be um, a little bit concerned. Ham Connell says, is it true Vince McMahon wanted Adam Cole as a manager? I don't know. I'll ask. Uh, Evan Wright says, do we see Mount Rushmore again in PWG, Cole, Bucks? Yeah, I think they'll probably do something there eventually. They're, they work with too many other people to not do that. Flim Flame Andrew says, following all the work you two did over the weekend was exhausting for me to keep up with but I'm also exceptionally lazy and I wish I could do more. I wish AEW did junkets like WWE does. Like it's, that's the only frustrating about that is I don't know about Denise, but I'm asking for AEW interviews every month and they ain't there. So I would love for them to do some junkets there. I would definitely love for them to do or to offer the, up the talent just a little bit more for interviews, because I just think that, you know, people want to get to know people and like you and I, like we do pretty different interviews, yeah. but like, even then, like, that's the thing is that when you do an interview with someone, like you get to know a different side of that person. Sure. And like, you know, you bring out a certain side of somebody, I'll bring out a certain side of somebody, et cetera. And other people will too. So like, I kind of feel like I do think that's one of the things that I would like to see a little bit more done. Um, with AEW talent. Cliff Beard says, I was talking when she pretended not, oh, not to recognize Tempest. How do you know, not know him by his big pink and white mask? He wasn't always wearing the mask. He was masked. He wasn't, he wasn't well, yeah. He was wearing his other mask, like the, the, the COVID the, mask. The, yeah, the COVID <laughs> mask. He was wearing the COVID mask yeah. when I saw him, or when he saw me, rather. Micah asks how big the AEW belt is behind you. I mean, it's a is it a toy or regular uh, size? It's a toy, and it's not oh. that big. It's I mean, they like still your look average good. size. It's the like the WWE one is bigger, and obviously the the IWGP yeah. Intercontinental Title is way bigger. But this one's pretty pretty small. So we are still on tag team turmoil, still, and we have super chats about it. John Vasque says we're all focusing on tag teams this episode. Hmm. Hamp Connell says $5 says they're building towards Orton versus Riddle at Mania. They should, Denise. That'd be a great match. And yeah, it would be, it would, we'd probably care about it. I would care. Micah Newbie says RKO or RK Bro with all the gold, Orton World, Riddle US, and Tag. That could be fun too. But I think when you got a three hour show, Denise, you should probably spread the wealth out and make as much stuff important as you possibly can. That's why I'm like, okay, why, why do the Orton thing here? Why? Kayvon says, this opening from Raw was straight out of a 1989 episode of Saturday Night's main event. That was the response to All Out. Well, from what I understand, it changed an awful lot today. JW Print out of the show? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it seems like it. That's, that's at least that's, that's the word. I'm working to find out some more before I like report something firmly. JW Pringle with a nice super chat and says, WWE, y'all remember tag teams? Us. The ones you've been trying to destroy for a year or so? Or the last last year? Like last 10 years, man, maybe 15, 20 since probably like 2004, man. But uh, yes, I agree. Those, those are very mixed signals from WWE uh, Pringle, but it's been like since about 2004, they've really buried tag teams. You had a lot of resistance losing two on one handicap matches to people. Even if it's the world champ, it's like, come on, world tag team champions should be protected. Josh Baker says, I'm an AEW mark, but Raw definitely leaned into its advantage tonight. That tag gauntlet 
and had a ton of diversity in the participants that it did. We did not see a ton of diversity in AEW last night. We saw a ton of it tonight. Um, this in AEW's tag team division is so strong because like everybody's a part of a team. Everybody's got friends. I wish WWE would have that too, where everybody has at least somebody that they can lean on. Denise, you're telling me Veer and Shanky and Mason T Barn doing it for you? <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My God. Uh, 813 car guy says is it troubling that I dislike raw this much and still watch the whole thing. You want it to be better. We all want it to be better. Podcast yeah, they was... had a lot of good in ring stuff though, as we mentioned earlier yeah. today with the tag team turmoil, the in ring usually is good podcast with says couldn't care less about raw here for you talking about anything else. If you keep leaving, Oliver's going to be really mad at you. SRS. Yeah. He hey, how's Oliver? Is he like he a little a... weirded out by you today? He was all right. My wife brought him up and. We, you know, he was like, oh, hey, bro, what's up? <laughs> that guy's back. <laughs> yeah, that guy's back. Bezos <laughs> says, if New Day's main Hall of Fame highlight isn't their gauntlet matches, then throw the video package away and burn it. Uh, CM says, Raw is an okay show if you just watch the all-out tag cage match. Uh, but the boring, bad segments and matches, um, gender and not retribution put me to sleep every time they show up. I'd rather have gender in a tag than just aimless stuff. At least that is true. Yeah, that is true. You know what? Like, what day was I saying that I was unfair? Was I? Was that I say? I I don't even remember. I was saying that I was fair, unfair to Veer and Shanky. Somebody impressed me. I forgot who it was. Veer or Shanky at some point. I don't know. I think they've done better than I thought. Better than yeah. I, thought. I forgot that, that, what happened, but I put them over. I forgot what day. I just don't remember bar. what they did. Low bar. Josh Baker says I'm. Well, that was already red. Let me delete that. Should have been deleted already. Um. Natalia and Tamina against the team of super brutality, Denise. I'm all for Rhea and Nikki teaming. I'm all for Rhea recognizing that Nikki is doing a bunch of corny stuff. Uh, I like that. She's like, I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna because she's really good at wrestling. I thought this was pretty good. It's the female version of RK Bro, and RK Bro is working. And it looks like now they're finding a way to do it with the women, with Rhea and Nikki. And like I said, when this first, you know, when we started to see inklings that this was going to happen, why not? They're not going to be in the women's title uh, picture right now. Uh, you know, they've already been down that path. Try something new, and you want to make, you know, you want to with Rhea Ripley. I think we want to see more of her personality come out. I think that Nikki Ash is a person that can help her bring that personality personality out and nikki ash you don't necessarily want the superhero character to come across as like too cheesy and so kind of like them sort of like they're they're finding a nice balance with one another and i think they're both going to complement each other well to the point where they're helping each other at the same time so i think that there's a lot of pros in them as a team together i you know what i completely agree and my thing is if you're gonna keep beating natalia and tamina Get the belts off of them. I keep forgetting they're champions. I know because they've lost to Tegan and Shotzi three times already. And why why haven't Tegan and Shotzi got a title match yet? I don't even know. I missed SmackDown this week, so I have no idea what they even went wrestle. down. They this didn't happened, wrestle? No. So still they haven't even followed up on so. that. All right. Well, there you go. That's all I needed to know. Of course. And I think they, they did the contenders, the championship contenders match, which doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you get a title shot or anything. 
It no. is so weird. So weird. Uh, Douglas Johnson says, who does the GTH better, Mace or Sammy? Uh, I got to go with Sammy. I think Mace is pretty good, though. I, I do. Bezos says, Natty and Tamina have to be the worst book t- women's tag champs in history. Iconics had a better run than this. At least they weren't losing every week. They started off strongly, too. I mean, for the most part, like, I feel like the first couple of weeks we were all kind of like, oh, that's so nice. You know, everybody felt kind of heartfelt for Tamina because, you know, they cried and all of this. And there was a good feeling for that. And then it quickly went away. Moist TV with Cross and John Morrison, which led to a match and Cross beats Morrison. So uh, Morrison's baby face push going great. Two losses already. The last week was Omaz, right? Yeah, when did what did you think of Moist TV with Karrion Cross? I don't know what I thought. I didn't get it, Sean. I didn't get it. Keep in mind, I'm feeling I'm very slow right now. You got to tell me at least a hundred times for me to register it right now. And so I was watching it, and all I could focus on was Karrion Cross's thanky face. He was like, that's all he was doing the entire time. That's all I kept thinking about was why is Karrion Cross making this face? And I'm a fan of Karrion Cross, but I was just like, this is not working. This is like trying too hard to be this like tough, scary guy. I mean, and it he, didn't come across. He legitimately is in person a tough, scary yes, guy. He, he was. He was almost. He would have been a pro fighter if he wanted to, but he wanted to train pro wrestling. He's a big dude, but it's. They did this to themselves, Denise. They did this to themselves because you know what would make this matter a lot more, Denise? What? If he hadn't lost two matches in his first three weeks on Raw. Like, getting beat by Samoa Joe is one thing. Because how many people did you have to say, oh, well, he'll use this, this, these losses and, and get aggression? No. The loss to Samoa Joe should have been the point where he got that aggression. He shouldn't have lost to anybody but Samoa Joe. And then when he lost to Joe, they mention it on Raw and they go, he doesn't have the opportunity to avenge that loss. He's up here full time now. He doesn't have that ability. So now he's running through the rest of the roster. But no, they can't do it, Denise, because they went and humped it all up before the match even happened. And here's the thing, too, is that I'm starting to wonder, like, is there a memo going around? Because every time Karen Cross comes out, I thought, like, maybe the first couple of weeks, all right, they haven't been doing much with him. It's silence. It's crickets in the audience. And I thought maybe as the weeks progress, there'll be a little bit more of a crowd reaction. There's nothing. I don't hear boos. I don't hear cheers. There's nothing. There you go. Uh, Brandon Charles Powell says, so apparently in WWE, you're better off being a heel that is not a champion. I don't think it's a tough concept. Protect your champions, and then everybody underneath them, it'll it'll matter a lot more. But when you're constantly putting your champions in losing situations, your titles aren't going to be taken seriously. Yeah, and that moist TV was just bad. I don't, I don't even know what I was supposed to get from that. And then I, and then the whole okay. So this okay. somebody's, somebody's burying your grammar. What did I say? started off strongly. I think that's an innocent one. All right. You know what? First of all, I've been up yesterday since 8 a.m., bro. So you know what? If you want to correct my grammar, I'm not I'm not that nice right now. I'm a little bit grumpy. All right. I've been up. I've been up. I'm a little feisty as of this moment. I'm right there with you. I'm siding with Denise on this one. 
And now so, uh, I was going to say something see, they're, about. See, they're turning, they're turning us against the. I'm. We're about to cut all you people promos. I'm about to cut and all you people were getting my tweets, getting my videos, and now are making fun of my grammar. Um, no, but what I did want to say though is one of the things that you know when Karrion Cross came out with this you know mask and there was all those memes that were like you know X-rated memes and all of these jokes. Man, my mind. When they when uh, they did the dripstick spot when he, they <laughs> with the water on his face, I was like, "Why would you do this, Denise? Why? <laughs> Tell me, did you not think the same thing, Sean? No. I was like, no why comment. Would you do this? No comment. Des Torres is cross sounded like a kids show hey, villain Sean, trying to just leave me out here in the woods by myself to take a. Are you yeah, thanks. Thank you for having my back. Continue. Wouldn't be on. the first time I abandoned you this weekend, Des Torres. Third Des time. Tor this Taurus, he sounded like a kid show villain trying to avoid saying kill. In other words, kind of lame. The stuff they got to dance around is very odd. It is just so very odd. Uh, Joel Wood says, Sean, I heard Dunn's contract expired in August. Any word on whether he accepted the contract extension or not? No, I'm going to work to find that out this week. J.D. Pringle said, in light of last week's tragedy, I want to ask everyone to check in on their mental health. If you feel like you need help, please seek it out. You are loved and worthy. We need you here with us. I agree. Please do that. Also, again, I want to point out the irony that he thinks that after people watch Monday Night Raw, that's when most people need to check on their mental health. <laughs> and he's no not wrong. Terry Allen Jr. says, Raw lacks main eventers and Mrs. Drew Gulak. That it does, but it's not missing Sheamus because he beat Drew McIntyre, which means we get Sheamus and Damian Priest again. I had some dork on Twitter saying, what's the big problem? Title feuds can't have more than one match. Well, guess what? When Damian Priest beats him six fucking times. Denise... I think the feud is over. Now, Damian Priest is real good. Sheamus is real good. The match will be real good. But Denise, Damian won the feud. Yeah, let's move him on. I thought he was moving on in a different direction, but we're circling back. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be a good match, but like, you said he's already beat him multiple times. We've in tag team matches and singles matches. I mean, you name it, it's happened. I love the match. I loved Drew and Sheamus. They beat the crap out of each other. The sirloin beef sons of bitches division on Raw has been really fun to watch. And thank you, it's by his absence again. Keith Lee has not been around. Has he wrestled the last few weeks? When's the last? No. I think he last wrestled. Was it, no, was it the Bobby on, Lashley match? Was on it? TV. It was on TV um, a month ago. Was it, it the Carrying Cross. Cross match? It was, it yeah. was beating Carrying Cross. He beat Carrying Cross, and ever since then, he's been working dark matches. Mm. So, like, and I mean, like, he's beaten all kinds of people on there and not putting them on TV. And it's like, okay, why'd you have him beat Carrying Cross? If he, if he wasn't going to put him on TV. But Drew, after the match, attacked Sheamus. Did you see this as a heel vibe? Or did you see this as him being like, well, you, you held the tights? Two things. Either they're planting the seeds for him doing a heel turn. Or I think that back to my original theory of what I thought and said last time was when they do the draft, I do see him going to SmackDown. So I feel like this is just like him saying, toodaloo. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> One I, of those he, two. I think he needs it. I think he needs he does. to be the Scottish psychopath again instead of history lesson and counting down for the Claymore because he's so much better than the way they book him. And WWE cannot book baby faces. He but you know cannot. what? I am a little bit worried about this. And you want to know why, Sean? Why? Because I was starting to learn a lot about Scotland. <laughs> now who's going to teach me about Scotland? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I think he knows that was bad, too. And he yeah, he knows. He's got to know. He's got to know. Uh, Mike Anubi says, you should spread the wealth uh, with the titles. This is Vintage Vince seeing the all-out double reveal and learning the wrong lesson. Yep, about about putting all, all your, your titles in one program or most of them. Norm Summer says, Denise's grammar is imperfectable. Oh, Whole yeah. pork nachos on me whenever AEW's back in D.C., I make better barbecue than WWE makes like wrestling shows by a mile. Here for you too. How was your weekend? Mine was juicy. As busy as it was, Denise, like I wouldn't trade these weekends for anything. I get to see a bunch of people that I work with. I get to see you. I get to see uh, number one moderator, Shell Share Delaware, uh, Demon Diva, Jeremy. Like we get to see all these people that we talk to on a daily basis. It's pretty cool. I agree. I, I prefer being busy over bored with nothing to do, as you can tell. Plus, we get to see approximately 175 to 180 of you wonderful people. Thank you very uh, much. Micah Newby says, misunderstood. You actually said it correctly. When the wrong way is the one that rolls off the tongue. That's what I meant by cried out in joy. Well, I'm so go. confused. I don't even know what's we're, happening. We're, we're barely functioning right now, guys. We're barely functioning. Look what's, at my eyes. They're all glassy. Like I was noticing see? it right now on the street. The like they're like all... Yeah, look, they're glass. Get it, get it. You yeah, said, I look at my eyes. I get it. Look in my eyes. What do you see? <laughs> I sing a song. I sing a song. Cliff Beard says, how bad. You see sad. how tired I am? I, I didn't am even too. realize I was singing a lyric in speaking form. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Continue look, we're getting more money show. because he's saying that he feels bad because he was complimenting. Hey, keep sending our money. Keep apologizing, pal. You should yeah, feel I'll terrible. Thank you. You should feel terrible. Oh, that's just mean. Now we're going to no. have 149 people going up to you. <laughs> <laughs> approximately <laughs> nerd guru says you know what you should do you should go on twitter and try to find all those 150 well, people I and did. see if they I check did. out i did i said hey if you took a picture with me dm it to me because i didn't really check my mentions or replies a lot this weekend so well, it's kind of hard like they don't you can't see everything it's like yeah. very well, we, hard we couldn't see anything last night at the venue at all that don't was, you remind me I was Nerd so pissed. Nerd Guru said, missed all of Raw because of a date. But uh, why should I care to watch when two of my favorite male wrestlers are all elite? Yes, I cop their merch. Hashtag FTF. Also, I just want to put over Denise. There was a person at the karaoke bar in an FTF shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's the first thing I see when I walk in. This person got there before me, and I was like, oh, it's going to be a good night. All right. So there we go. One. Guy in FTF shirt. Yeah, yeah and his <laughs> girlfriend or wife. Uh, okay, Brandon two. Charles Powell says, Raw post show is all about the numbers approximately. It is. We are like the Royal Rumble the, that by the numbers video. 150 people came up and talked to Sean. 25 to 30 were doing karaoke. That's what we did. One of them was wearing an FTF shirt. One, One yes. three of them had tall Paul signs. One of them yes. had a mute Denise sign. We're fucking awesome. Uh, 
Loose Cannon says, I'm glad Adam Cole is now on AEW. So we don't have to see WWE introduce him as Michael Cole's son. Keep up the great work. Well, what did you think of Damian Priest's promo after this? I'm glad he's getting more mic time. I wish they would let him just talk because he is the most naturally cool person in existence. His voice is perfect. Uh, but what did you think of the promo? Wait, what did he say? I don't remember this. Did I skip this? He talked. He he was backstage and he said that he's going to end up. Sheamus is going to end up just like he was tonight, uh, on his back. But it's going to be due um, to him. And he's got uh, he's got a name for his fan now. I, I man, I, I don't want to butcher it. I don't want to butcher it, so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to go back and look at it. Oh, I think I missed this. Yeah, I didn't see didn't this. He? How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm man. sorry. Gonna honor do an honorary mute on you for that one. Well, uh, I'm just sorry. Show respect. I was like, what happened? <sighs> well, we had. Well, we'll definitely be talking about Damian Priest a lot more this fall because it's very clear they want him protected and they think a lot of him. If they're not beating you on Raw, it says a lot. It says a whole lot. Even Marie do drop video package. You know the drill. We're building to something. Well, let's talk about the real, the people's main event. Tazawa versus Reginald. Reginald gets the win, and then we get the 24-7 guys, which now include Jackson Riker, so he's officially been de-pushed. Great, great, and other Goodman guys. Put him over Elias. Put him over Elias, and then take him off TV while you're allegedly rebuilding Elias. What the hell? Cedric is a part of this now, but then Drake Maverick returns. And I am legitimately happy to see Drake Maverick back, especially if it's in this 24 seven division, Denise, he has history there. He has some of the best comedic timing in wrestling. He's a good performer. Reggie with the 24 seven title and the stuff around that has been probably the thing that has consistently entertained me the most. Yeah, and I definitely have to agree with that. But um, so wait, does that mean Drake Maverick is now on Raw? I think so. Uh, but our truth told him to go home to his wife. So okay, so then, well, I'm assuming. I mean, I mean, guess we'll find out next week. But I just kind of feel like, well, you know, well, I don't know because we are seeing those changes on NXT. I don't know if Drake Maverick fits in with those changes, and that's why they put him on Raw now. I mean, I just feel like they wouldn't have him show up for like absolutely no reason. And then you know, ever since you know, uh, he's been he's 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 the, they've lost the direction with Drake Maverick on NXT. So, um, and uh, they recently had him in a tag team with uh, I forgot the guy's name that they just had him like they were kind of teasing a tag team there on NXT with them, and then they didn't end up do um that was only one week. So I thought they were. Yeah. Yeah. in that direction so i guess they're not i think he's i think he's uh right for raw i think it's a good spot for him i think he was always right for raw i don't think they should have released him even though it created that larger than life personality always funny yeah Everything always very good. natural billy b bad says is brian danielson contractually not allowed to use the yes chance uh they're working on figuring that out but he said that the crowd can do it he's not sure if he'll do it Unless Feel, we, you can't sue the crowd, can you? No, you can't. <laughs> Phil Daner says, I hope Denise is counting the amount of time she's been muted today. Oh, Too man. Many. My, I have like my head hurts. So I, I'm not, yeah, like I said, I'm not all here. Guys, today. this will not be a one and a half hour show. We are definitely heading down the home stretch. So get your super chats in like Nerd Guru did. Said, shout out to you guys for being in Chicago live. And shout out to Alex and Kate for going two hours last night. They're a blast. And so are you guys. 
I mean, we're we're running on very little sleep. How do you sleep in hotels? Do you sleep well? Do you sleep poorly? <laughs> okay, Sean, this is what you need to know. I could sleep anywhere. It doesn't matter. Wow. I fall asleep anywhere. I can't. I can't. Because going from home to the hotel sucks. Because at my house, I have a beautiful Helix mattress. Hey, Denise. Hey. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful has mattresses designed for every body. I love it. I'm I'm not joking. I get terrible sleep on the road. And the most excited I've been, besides talking to all you beautiful people, which right now is uh, approximately 150 times about 11, is my mattress. I love my Helix Sleep mattress. And I got it last year. I wanted a new mattress. I wanted something better than the piece of memory foam I was sleeping on that was ruining my back. Yes, you're still up there, Denise. It's going to be through the whole ad read. So pretend you're sleeping, but you're probably actually going to fall asleep because how could you not in proximity to that helixsleep.com slash Fightful mattress? Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models for you to choose from. Soft, medium, and firm mattresses, ones that cool you down if you sleep hot, ones that are great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains, even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. You take the Helix quiz like I did. I was matched with the Dusk Lux mattress because I wanted something kind of uh, medium. I used to be only a back sleeper. I couldn't sleep on my sides. Now I'm able to sleep on my sides, and that's been a real game changer. It's improved my quality of sleep because I get a more versatile sleep. It is such a giant upgrade over what I used to have. Uh, there there was, was so long I was afraid to invest in a mattress. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll be fine just you know, getting that slab of memory foam. No, Denise, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it because uh, my sleep game has changed my life. I've increased productivity. I'm refreshed when I wake up. It's awesome. Why do you you say it like that? Productivity. Productivity. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick by GQ and Wired Magazine and by Fightful Magazine. And it's been recommended by leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving sleep. But you might say, oh, Sean, you got a deal for me? I do. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Take their two-minute quiz. They'll match you to that mattress. They've got a 10-year warranty. You can try it out 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. They have financing options, flexible payment plans, and we're going to offer you up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. It has changed my life. All this talk about sleep. I know. I know. Oh, and I wish I wish I just like I wish somebody I, like cracked all my body parts right now. Just like I, stretched me out and cracked me like every direction. I cracked your spine. Kick wham stunner. Evan Wright says, Denise, how much did Lucha Brothers winning mean to you? I got to say, Denise, being able to hear you ask them a question in Spanish during the scrum as I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're working on their English all the time. They got Alex Abrahantes there. That's freaking awesome. I think I want to know what, off. what, well, I mean, you know what, if everybody doesn't want to get thrown off, you know what they can do? Learn fucking Spanish. Like Denise Salcedo did. Then they won't be thrown off. What did you ask them? And what did they say? 
Okay, so like essentially this was more of like an emotional kind of question. No, because you know their backstory, you know, essentially being outside of like Arena Mexico and, you know, selling mm -hmm. stuff and, you know, growing up poor and all of that. And so I kind of wanted to get more of like the core of like the struggle and like kind of like all the things that they had to do to like even get up into this point. So Penta kind of really went into like this emotional detail about how they used to sell masks outside as kids, how they used to sleep on the metro. And he kind of talked a lot about about like the, you know, the, the, those types of things, you know, those hard things that they had to sacrifice, you know, the life that they had in order to get up into this point. Because like, if you, and you, it doesn't matter, like if you speak English or Spanish or whatever language you speak, Sean, you know, being there and seeing their reaction and seeing the way that they were, uh, you know, just the way that they were speaking, like Ray Phoenix was, he was kind of lost for words. Like he didn't yeah. even know like what to say. You could tell that right away that they were really thankful for that. Like even afterwards, like I'm sure you notice like they were very like thankful to Tony Khan, you know, very like, you know, hugging and all of that. And so like you could really tell that there was a, that this meant a lot to them. Like this wasn't just we're champions. Woohoo. Yeah. No, this was like a validation or whatever you want to see it as. And that that reaction Jesus, specifically for the kickout, it kicked into a crazy gear after that. That was before the Cole and Brian stuff. Like, that was one of the craziest crowd reactions I had ever heard in my entire life. And, man, they, they did it. They're, they're just cool. They're just my cool. favorite part was actually what he was telling what Penta was telling AJ awesome because he was uh, he, he was kind of going off about like he was kind of telling him you know like what the mask means and what mm -hmm. the mask symbolizes and then he made a joke and he was like you know like when I put this mask on you know I I, I turn into a different person this and that he's all I'm not wearing this because I'm ugly don't think that we're <laughs> ugly like you know this is he, he was he, he was trying to you know tell him that so i kind of thought that it was hilarious and i was like oh man like this is a gem like what everything that he was saying was a gem right there yeah i love that um well one of the, one of the other things you're versatile with denise uh you get to ask penta and ray phoenix a question like that and you get more of a, a genuine response out of them which i i really like yeah, You've I think got... they appreciated it too. Yeah, I, of course. I think it, it would have felt like weird, like asking them in English when I could have easily asked them in Spanish. I, I yeah. kind of thought it would have come off as a little rude, you know? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Billy B. Bad says Denise with the Brutus, the Barber Beefcake impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> but we had Charlotte versus Nia Jax. And after last week, we, we saw some promos. We saw Nia said that she's never, uh, that Charlotte's never been tested. I thought the match was fine. It was a lot better than last week. I'll tell you that much. But I didn't like that they were trying to recreate it. It's like, I don't know. do that. That takes away from the charm. It's kind of like, remember when she made the whole my whole joke and then that's all you heard afterwards? It's like when something yeah. good happens, you want to try to happen over and over again. Like, no, like, let it let it be. And I mean, I'm not saying that the match was good. It was just more like, obviously, it got people talking. If you got people talking about something, don't overdo it. Well, Bezo Banks says, forget the turmoil. My entire timeline just wanted to see Naya Mayweather versus Charlotte Pacquiao part two, broken nose boogaloo. Line Drive says, Raw was a good show across the board tonight with the exception of the continu continu oh, continuity. Oh, Con No, continuation. I'm continuity. so tired of the Alexa Bliss nonsense. Amazing what happens when there isn't someone actively tearing things up. Well, we're about to talk about Alexa Bliss. Um, but Matt Raikiel says, been home from Chicago since this morning. What a, what a weekend. Loved meeting you guys. December 3. As always, 
Only part of Raw I watched was Charlotte versus Nia. Well, could have been better. And J.W. Pringle says, how many... By the way, thank you, J.W. You've been very generous today. So how many times do we have to see Jax Baszler break up? Three times in the last three weeks. Now we get Bliss Flair. No thanks. I feel truly bad for Bliss. She's really trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Well, Shayna Baszler cost Nia Jax this match, so we're going to get that. I thought they had broken up three or four months ago. Charlotte wins. To me, I, I love Charlotte winning. I'm okay with the finish. If you're going to go towards something like Shayna and Nia, all right, go ahead. Get Nia got super protected last week. Then she put over the champ. I'm completely fine with that. That happens all the time. Um, one wrestler faces another wrestler. They lose. I didn't even need the distraction finish, but I see where they're going here. How'd you feel about it? Well, I kind of, again, like I said, I don't like that they're trying to recreate something that, you know, had buzz, even if it wasn't for a positive reason, it still had buzz. I didn't like that aspect of it. And then I have to agree with you. I mean, I feel like we've seen Naya and Shayna. I thought they broke up a hundred times already and then nothing came of that. And then the next week, it's like whatever happened the week prior didn't even happen. So to me, I mean, I almost feel like next week's going to happen. And we're not even going to touch on her essentially costing her this match. And the match itself was, to me, like, really nothing. And then when it comes to Alexa Bliss, I mean, it, it's just a little funny because essentially, you know, Lily is like a what, like a representative of not like a representative, but she yeah. represents Alexa Bliss. So it's like, OK, well, if if Alexa Bliss wants the title, that means Lily wants the title. And at first I thought maybe I was reaching. But then WWE's Twitter account, so. they posted that they put that Lily and Alexa Bliss have their eye on Charlotte's title belt. And I'm thinking to myself, yep, this is probably going to happen. And she's going to have like a cute little belt for Lily if she wins. Uh, I like that Alexa just dives into everything that she does, no matter how terrible it is. She does her best to make it work, and she does good at it, and her delivery is good. She cannot possibly do more. Like, WWE cannot ask more of her out of this. Like, she does everything possible. Ian says, I thought Alexa got a pretty good pop in Miami. Made me want to see the title match now. Well, Charlotte says, uh, this is my playground in the ring. I love that line. I thought that was really, oh, really Oh, and then the good. lunatic line, the one where she said, like, oh, like, uh, you, 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 do you know what it's like to live with a lunatic, uh, man, um, like some yeah. maniacal lunatic? And then she's like, oh, yeah, of course you do. You're a flair. <laughs> Brian F. says, Nia plus Lily equals flair fixing her resume and cover letter. I doubt it. I think that Charlotte is made there. But then again, I probably didn't I I didn't really think Adam Cole was going to go for a while either but I mean he is one of the best booked people in the last 4 years. Basically says I could have sworn the breakup started when Shayna cost Nia the SmackDown Women's title against Sasha before Fastlane. How many more times can they coexist? Oh, do you think I they'll try to whole- they'll try to team them together too? I just know it. Oh. Can they also- coexist? Yeah, and then also remember they weren't they like fighting because of Reginald at one point? Like, wasn't Naya in love with Reginald? Yeah, she was. Yeah, so I I never know what happened. What I don't even remember what happened with that. <laughs> Joel says, I know you probably hate these questions, so I apologize. But what percentage would you have on Bray Wyatt coming back to WWE? Have you heard any talks between WWE and Bray Wyatt? I have not, but um, Bray Wyatt is a very private guy. He does not like he doesn't let that stuff out very much. Um, I'd put it at about 40% he comes back to WWE because I think 
They would love to have him back. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. For significantly less money than what they were paying him. And I think the same for Braun as well. Tony Pieces, Renee didn't seem happy on Twitter about Drake being in the 24-7 action again. Boy, I... I, I, Did she say something? Um, his, his wife, I don't know. I'd have to look. Oh. I'd have to look. Uh, JK Schwal says, just finished media calls. What happened with TK asking to be professional and to be separated with the transition from Cole to Danielson? Um, oh, it was just him joking. It was just him joking about that. Uh, but they did do a, a spot there with Ruby and Britt Baker, who was there watching Adam Cole's stuff, which I thought was pretty cool. Nurguru says, were you guys expecting final countdown for Brian Danielson? I was, but I certainly loved what we got. Flight of the Valkyries is him now. It fits so well. I know a lot of people would have loved the final countdown, but from a financial standpoint, like, you you got it. I think you go with Flight of the Valkyries and make it your own because it's public domain, Denise. Honestly, for me, it was just one of those moments where, like, I was so like excited when he came out that I didn't even listen to the music. It was more of like listening to like the people and everybody was like chanting, like I forgot what people like we obviously the yes chance, but they were also chanting something else. I forgot what it was, but the point is people were going nuts. And that's kind of what distracted me from everything else. Joey AM says, I'm extremely late to the stream. How bad or good was raw? Um, it was, it was okay. It was fine. It if was you okay. have normal people energy, I think this was a pretty enjoyable episode of raw. Yeah, well, the tag team turmoil got rebooted that night. I loved how authoritative Sonia Deville was in this. She's like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this shit. I'm We're doing fan. it tonight. I'm so over everything they have Pierce and Sonia Deville do. Oh, Unfortunately, I like, I like her too, but I'm just over all of the decisions that they've had them do. It's just like they didn't make them likable. That's the problem. Well, they added Bobby Lashley and MVP. We had New Day go through Mansoor and Ali, but they ran into AJ and Omos. And then that's where I thought the fun started. AJ and Omos against the Hurt Business. Plus, New Day got over big. New Day didn't get hurt a bit by beating five teams. Um, AJ and Omos against the Hurt Business. There was a Greco-Roman like knuckle lock with Bobby Lashley and Omos that gave me real like 1989, 1990 WWF vibes. You had a big muscular dude and a giant and the crowd was like, hell yeah, let's go at it. Omos is not a good worker, but he is an effective worker because he makes the people care about him. 
And that's what happened here. I thought that was really good. Orlando says uh, the only intriguing moment was Booby Lashley and Omos. The crowd came up from their seats there. Um, I thought that was the highlight of this. MVP got a great pop from the Miami crowd, his hometown crowd. You said you were uh, not not much on him and you're not buying them. I buy them because I buy Bobby Lashley, though. There you go. See, like, I, I'm just not a fan of it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just not feeling it. I've tried. But every single time we get these matches, I'm just like, uh, whatever. Um, All I got from this here, though, is that they are a fan of Amaz. Amaz is definitely yep. liked from how he was portrayed here tonight. And, um, I mean, I didn't like to see Bobby Lashley get manhandled like that. And the only reason for that is he has been on fire lately. He has been a dominant champion, and I do not want to see that get taken away. And I get it. Omaz is, like, way bigger than he is, and that's great and all. But at the same time, you don't want to undo all of what you've done with Bobby Lashley there. So that's why, for me, I wasn't completely sold on this. I didn't really care for it because I just didn't, like, buy it as believable. We've got some uh, more super chats about this. Lashley and MVP win. They're going to face off with the with RK Bro next week. I don't think it goes to a finish. Scott Tucky says if he really wanted to make it spicy tonight, uh, we could have had Bobby versus Roman. It would have been different. Uh, no, not tonight. They should just book a consistently good show and get some talent over. Do something special. Cool Joe says, after last night's show, I couldn't get into Raw. The show is lazy, and I'm kind of sick of Lashley as champion. I'm not. I'm sick of lazy booking around it to make us not care about anybody that's coming up and facing Bobby Lashley. I think Lashley is a solid champ. Tony says, is it me, or will there be a triple threat match for the tag titles with AJ Omos, Bobby MVP, and RK Bro? I think that's a good move. Um, MVP could probably take the pin. Omos can get some good spots in where he's throwing everybody around. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. Nikolai says it was very hard to get into tonight's Raw after last night. Happy for more tag teams, but I wasn't feeling the direction outside of New Day. Women's title match felt disjointed with Shayna's actions. Yeah, but I do see what they were doing there. I definitely see what they were doing there. And we're yep. about we're about to wrap up, guys. Our last super chat, unless anybody else gets one in. Trevor L says in other sports, we'd see contracts renegotiated to reduce the AAV. That's average annual value. In the short term, why does this not happen in pro wrestling instead of people getting released and attempts to make to resign for cheaper? Well, it does sometimes like there's there's an interesting misconception about some of the releases last year. A lot of the releases last year were take Conti. She had asked for her release. Deanna Perrazzo had said, if you don't got something for me, release me. Miro was not resigning. So they went ahead and released him. A lot of people you know, for a long time, referred to Matt Cardona as a WWE reject. They wanted to re-sign him. He sat on a contract offer for a full year from them and had not re-signed it. Had he re-signed it, they might not have fired him. But they were like, well, he's leaving anyway. And they cut him, and his 90 days was actually up like a week or two before his actual contract was going to be up anyway. So they effectively cut him for like a week less than what he was going to anyway. And I assume that some of those contract renegotiations um, were affected. Now, I know before the pandemic, they offered a bunch of people higher downsides uh, to kind of cover a lot of stuff. So 
Uh, I can tell you the the amount that a lot of the incoming wrestlers last year were offered was significantly lower. So, I mean, that's where they're starting. Any word on Scarlett? I'm working on it. I'm still trying to get a uh, get a confirmation there. But Denise, we have finally reached the end of the show. G- give your plugs. You did a lot of cool stuff this weekend. Uh, you were great at GCW, and you were great singing Blank Space. Thank you. You told me this was going to be a short show, Sean. <laughs> I, th- I tried. I tried. I did. I promise. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, um, seriously, guys, go on over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I do have all of the uh, media scrums up, and they are separated. So if you're only interested in seeing certain talents, uh, you can. Uh, so go ahead and check those out. Like, I think almost every single video is over 100,000 views, which really helps me out, really helps the channel out. And I officially hit 46,000 subscribers on YouTube. And as you guys know, that's my baby. Um, Please go on over there. Subscribe. Uh, If you guys scroll through the video, you guys will uh, through the channel. You will see all the videos that I have been uploading. Like in the last two weeks, there's all of that SummerSlam footage just obviously still up there. And then on top of that, you have, you know, the AEW stuff. And then, you know, I'm working on trying to get more footage on there and more stuff because I would event. I'm hoping to, you know, have that channel to someday be like my main source of income. So yeah, youtube.com slash Jenny Salcedo. Also Twitter and Instagram, Twitter. I officially hit 35 K Sean. Finally, oh, nice. so head on over there guys. And you can follow that too. Check it out guys. Support Denise. We have one more super chat. King Rizzy says, what do you got? Think of WWE getting rid of the brand split. I think it'll definitely help raw and more talent would get over. Uh, I understand that people want to combine the rosters. Because it's rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch. But I remember SmackDown before the brand split. And that show was so bad. It was an afterthought. It was rematches of what happened on Raw. They did it. They just made each show or they made the Friday show so less important. And Raw still wasn't good. I think they should just call up more of their talent. But I do understand the frustration. Uh, Guys, I'm about a day behind on everything. The backstage report will be on Fightful Select on Tuesday. Uh, The Weekender was out today. Uh, My weekly interview that I usually drop on Tuesday, probably going to drop that Wednesday or Thursday, and then I'll do another interview this weekend. I spoke to uh, three talent in, in, where was I? Chicago. I can't remember where I was (laughs) all weekend. Oh, my gosh. I can't even... Just just please visit Fightful.com. Please do it. FightfulMag.com. And please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because, oh, buddy, all I did this weekend was get some scoops all weekend long. Thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out.